Now, that's what I'm talking about, Bulls fans. That's what we're talking about. All the doubters that said how the Bulls are going to compete in this game without Zach Levine. The Bulls get a win in their first game of the season against Miami Heat. We're going to talk about all that, plus some more. First, we've got to get into the intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? It's Chicago Bulls Central, the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And you guys already know I'm coming in hot and excited. The Chicago Bulls opened the season with a win against the Miami Heat, having a big third quarter. The king of the fourth had a big third quarter. And DeMar DeRozan, who had who finished the first half with only nine points, finishes this game with 17, I mean, uh, 37 points overall, six rebounds, nine assists, two steals, one block. Nikola Vucevic also chipping in a big game for the Chicago Bulls as well with 15 there i would assume it with 17 points six rebounds four assists two steals and one block this was a a team win and a win that felt good kobe white having a better second half as well coming in with 10 points off the bench Drogic, who i had been doubting i was a Drogic doubter coming in with 12 points as well off the bench andre drummond had zero rebounds in the first half ends up with five rebounds one assist one steal one block and nine points off the bench this chicago bulls bench is legit and considering alice caruso was two for ten but he was in the starting lineup he still had five rebounds four assists two steals this was a game in which you wanted to see from the chicago bulls getting those turnovers getting out in transition 12 steals overall from the chicago bulls in this one they win the or tie the rebounding battle at 46 rebounds overall they actually had 12 offensive rebounds which would have been good for one of their better performances in the season last year this team showed up and played the way that we need to see this team play uh, answering some of those doubters early can the bulls fare better against the better competition in the nba they start off against the miami heat we still got tests against the washington wizards and the cleveland cavaliers coming up this weekend but at least the bulls open up this season responding adamantly that we are here and we're better than what you guys are giving us credit for clamping down defensively in, at in times and situations as well just doing what needed to be done with the chicago bulls in this game that in watching this game and seeing it drummond who had a much better second half still some out of sync issues with the chicago bulls everything wasn't all great vooch shot five for 13 but he he turned on later he got he chips in 17 rebounds two assists and three blocks from nikola vucevic the thing with vooch in this game and hope and what we seen in preseason and hope that we see carry over into the rest of the season as well is that he's engaged on both ends of the floor he's diving for balls he's going out there he was only one for five from three-point range still taking a little bit too many threes but he shot everything effective other than that and he came in and, and played very well this was a team that it, it looked especially into that fourth quarter when DeMar was sitting for a while like they were going to give up the lead they held on to the lead yeah they let the heat chip away at it for sure but they held on to that lead and did what needed to be done seeing the Chicago Bulls without Zach Levine respond in this way and you can see also watching this game how Zach being in there would have made everything so much easier especially when DeMar was was um off the floor things like that this team came in and they played some of the down things. Patrick Williams still looking a little passive. Only took six shots in this game. Two rebounds, one steal, four points from Patrick Williams. He was two for six overall from the field. 0 for two from three-point range. Already talked about Kobe White and how he improved it in the second half as well. Overall, a great win from this team and one that we needed to start 
seeing it from this this team early on. They came in, did not they did have a slow start, giving up 33 points in that first quarter, but the Chicago Bulls won the second and third quarters. They only lost the fourth quarter by two points, but came in. We talked heavily last season about how the Chicago Bulls, they came out flat in the second half. The Bulls did not. They came out shooting the ball better in the second half, focused in the second half, winning that third quarter, uh, 37 to 27. It was the other way around in so many games last season for the Chicago Bulls. They start this season off with a great win, a solid win. The rookie, Dalen Terry, didn't get off the bench, but everything else in this game, while there are some things that I want to see this team definitely improve on, turnovers are one, fouls are another, getting out to the three-point line, a little bit better running teams off of that, but almost everything else from this team. This Bulls team shot, took 36 three-pointers in this game. 36. And so they were 13 from 36 in there, so they didn't hit it with the best efficiency. Um, but overall, 36% from three, I'll take it. 41 of uh, 41 of 93 overall from the game, I'll take it. 46 rebounds, I'll take it. Winning the assist battle, winning the steals battle, winning the block battle, I will take all of that. They even won the turnover battle as well. This Bulls team was locked in, and they came in and competed. Now, there are some other things that happened on the other side of the ball. Um, but overall, really happy with how the Bulls competed in today's game. I don't have very much negative to say about it. It's my first time also streaming on Spaces, so let me know, you guys, over on Twitter, how it's signing over on Spaces. But everything in this game was needed to see for a team that so many people have doubted, so many people have counted out and said, hey, they are lucky to fight for a playing team. Even people in Bulls Nation in this chat when I did the pregame show saying that the Bulls had no chance. How do we expect them to compete with the Heat without Zach Levine? Well, the Bulls answered it adamantly. And Ayo DeSumo got a second son today. We already know Trey Young is Ayo DeSumo's son, but Ayo got another son today, a veteran son at that. And he caught a body with Kyle Lowry, who played terribly. One for seven from this game, only two points. He did have five rebounds, four assists, but Ayo playing that defense, getting up on, 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 on Kyle Lowry, really making him a non-factor in this game overall. Ayo DeSumo got his second son in this game as well. All right, I'm done talking. I'm excited, as you guys can tell. Let's go ahead and get to the chat. Let's see what we got. Javier Sancho uh, first with the um, Super Chat. Thank you for supporting the channel. He says, let's go, Hayes. Big dub. Big and needed win from this team early on in this season. Brandon L. Jett, this is the first Bulls victory over the Miami Heat since B Jimmy Butler has left Chicago. Wow. Did not know that. But, hey, shout out to them for taking care of business. Blah in the building. He says, started the new season. Great uh, to get the W. Absolutely. You, we, we saw what we need to see from this one. Darius Wiggins asked, uh, can we get Petty Roosevelt? No, Petty Roosevelt is not going to come out in such a positive light. We're not going to we're not going to do that. Petty Roosevelt ain't coming out. The ultimate rage says, there go my bulls proving the doubters wrong. Once again, let's keep it going. Hey, we have to continually build on this, right? We can't rest on this. This can't be our only um, big win against a major team. We need to continue to build on this. But at least what, what we saw from the Bulls in this is that they adapted well. In that first quarter, we didn't see ball movement. In that first quarter, they very much was going back to the team that was watching DeMar DeRozan go to work. Once Goran Dragic came in, in his first stint with the Bulls, we saw that that ball movement come back. We saw moving without the ball, off the ball, come back as well. And it set the tone and it reminded these players, hey, you're right. Once Javante and, and Goran Dragic, let me not mention Javante, forget to mention Javante as well. Once they came in the game, the energy changed. And we saw then that, it's, that it maintained throughout the rest of the game. We were moving without the ball. The fact that we tied the game up with DeMar only having nine points in the first half shows you 
that random offense that we talked about, it's still very heavily pinned on DeMar and Vooch in this game, but Io stepped up in big ways. Kobe White stepped up in big ways, even though he's four from 11 from the field. Goran Dragic stepped up in big ways. But you see the methodology in this team. You see the way that they want to play in this team. You see all those things. And as we see that come to fruition for this team and they find success in playing without the ball, it's going to become more of a second nature to a lot of these players. So that's that's definitely something to build off on for this team as well as we continue to move forward into the rest of the season. All right, let's see what else we got in the chat. Alana in here, she says, y'all, I'm not going to lie, I'm so surprised. A lot of guys, where's JDH at? Where's JDH, JDH in the chat? I need to see JDH because he uh, he had a lot to see. JJ Ortiz says, P-Will stinks, bro. No, again, P-Will didn't play that much worse than Javante Green by any stretch. If you look, Javante missed. Uh, he didn't take. He only took two shots in this game, first of all, and there were times where he was standing around as well. P-Will does not stink. And, what, what P, and this is the problem with people who only look at the stat sheet. If you watch the game, Patrick Williams' rotations on the defensive end, some of the times he moved with, with uh, in space, yeah, he didn't take the shots that we needed to take. The offense is far off. I will say that. He needs to be way more aggressive on the offensive end. But what Patrick Williams did off the ball on defense and even moving at times on offense to create space for other people – Again, he's is he what we want him to be for fourth overall pick? No, I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. But we need to get off this that it's either P. Will's great or he's a bust. It's not that. Every player doesn't turn into a 20 and 10 guy. And Patrick Williams, the more that it goes on, doesn't seem like he's going to be that type of player. But he still is finding success in the things that he's doing, for sure. If you don't see it, watch better basketball. Yo, hey, he's Drogic. And Drummond combining for a solid 21 points. I underestimated what they can offer. Also, I love Drogic being in there at, at the game, in, at the end, in crunch time. That's from D-Dub. Absolutely. I've even underrated what Drogic was going to mean to this team. What you saw him in the two preseason games that he played well in, what you saw in this game is that it's just effortless for Goran Dragic. He's able to come in, he's able to play well, he's able to manage the game, and he gets his shot off quick. He's able to pick his spots quick. That four for five from three-point range at a time, and he hit a lot of those, when we weren't hitting threes well as a team, we're all needed. Goran understands his role, and he doesn't shy away from the moment. Now, I do need to see him get in better rhythm with Andre Drummond. There are a couple of times he missed Andre Drummond, and Andre Drummond missed him, but that's going to come with over the course of the season. That's definitely going to come. But at the end of the day, this team got the victory and sealed it in. Brian the Tryhard next up says, Heat haven't lost an opener since 2007, and the Bulls broke that. Shout out to the Bulls for doing what needs to be done, man. That's really what it boils down to. The Bulls taking care of business, period, man. That's what it comes down to. Cap Lives, OG member of the chat, says, fell apart mid-fourth, but we got it together. Even DeMar's 37 felt more natural and in the flow of the offense than last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those that are listening on Spaces, A, I cannot, I know, I see you guys requesting. I can't call you up because I'm also live streaming on YouTube and they wouldn't be able to hear you. Um, so I need to work that out better. I'll work out the audio a little bit better. But thank you guys for supporting the ones that are listening on Twitter Spaces as well. Uh, J-Mac in the building. J-Mac says, uh, good game. Absolutely, J-Mac. Great game from this. Corey says, uh, we back down, Hayes. Glad to see you back at it. But I'm not feeling peed up. What's it going to take for Pat to unleash? The thing for Patrick Williams is he needs to realize what his capability is. There's a lot of times where Tyler Hero was switched on him and he didn't do what needed to be done. Just period. He didn't do what needed to be done. He came. He didn't take him. There are a couple of times it seemed like he was trying to take him off the dribble, but he lost his dribble. But Patrick Williams just needs to understand that when you have a smaller player like a Tyler Hero switched on you, that he, he can't stop you. 
He doesn't need to stop you. Once P. Will realizes that stuff and does it consistently, we're going to see a different P. Will if it if it comes to fruition. We can say all day what we can see and what he can do, but until Patrick Williams sees it, it's going to remain remain to be untapped, and he needs to figure that out. Alana says, we haven't beat the 76ers in like 10 games, right? Something like that. So uh, we'll see what happens with the 76ers. We need we need a win. I don't think we've, we haven't beat the 76ers since Joel Embiid has been there when he's played. Old man Winter says, Pat took more shots than I thought he would. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Williams averages seven shots a game in his career. A lot of that's on the coaching staff. A lot of that's on him as well. But when Patrick Williams has, has taken double-digit shot attempts, he actually averages 18.6 points per game. Anytime Patrick Williams gets 10 or more shots, he averages 18.6 points per game. But he needs to realize that he can do that. I can give stats all day. It don't mean a goddamn thing if Patrick Williams isn't going to realize it and do it and live it every day. So that's what we need to see from Patrick Williams, and we're just not seeing it from him yet. But that is what we need to see from him. The lob mob in the chat. He says, Io is a beast. Listen, Io played the exact way that we need our starting point guard to play. When you look at his stat line, six rebounds, four assists, two steals, one block, 17 points, had a positive plus minus of plus one and only two turnovers at that. But even outside of that, right, watching the game, the way in which he attacked the ball, he went after loose balls, he went after rebounds, when uh, tip rebounds, long rebounds, Io was locked in. And physically, you can see that added weight and that added strength working for him, especially against a player like Kyle Lowry, who he, again, Kyle Lowry is now Io DeSumo's second son in the NBA, by the way. Brandon L. Jett says, I'm not 100% sure overall, but I know for a fact that the past couple of years, Embiid has owned the Bulls. Why are we talking so much about the Sixers, man? We're, we're going to get to the 76ers at some point. Ben Paul with a super chat. Hey, thank you, Ben Paul. He says, what did I say about DeMar in halftime hangout? Listen, DeMar did his thing. He came alive in that second half. And we said it, right? That the fact that DeMar only had nine points, nine points in the first half and the Bulls tied the Miami Heat and you knew he was going to get to work. You knew he was going to get to work. It all came true. Jack is true says, what a performance. Absolutely. Great performance from our team overall in this game for sure. D greatest in the chat says one thing about the Bulls, they know how to get their fan base excited for the future. Listen, man, Brandon L. Jet, Brandon uh, Bulls forced 19 turnovers, even on rebounds and limited Bam. Bam always struggles against uh, Drummond. I'm glad Vooch outplayed Bam. Vooch is locked in defensively. And seeing a Nikola Vucevic that is is more focused on working down low, he did take five three-pointers in this game, and the one that he did hit was needed. It changed the momentum. But seeing Vooch more focused, seeing Vooch more locked in on both sides of the ball is actually a revelation, especially for a lot of his doubters from last season. To see him be able to come in and play this way and maintain it throughout preseason, it's huge. It's been huge. Another super chat. This one from Byron Sullivan. Thank you for supporting the channel, brother. I feel like that we got uh, to start with the W. Can we talk P-Will later? But great win. I mean, listen, it, listen, with the P-Will thing, we know he's not aggressive, right? But we did I did we did want to see it from him, especially in the game where Zach Levine was out. But let's see how it comes along over the season. Rick Fernandez says, Hayes, Drummond is the goon we've needed. Question for you. Are you still considering doing a live watch along? If you do, imagine the drinking games we can play. Every flop is a shot. LOL C Red. Um, I'll probably do a live. Like I said, live calling is not my skill set. It just isn't. I, I know me. Um and I get pissed off when the Bulls lose. So if we do a live call and the Bulls lose, you guys are going to see me act a complete ass fool. And I don't know if that'll change your perception of me. Um, but yeah, we'll do one eventually. We'll definitely do one eventually. Ty Gibbs, future GOAT, 
That's a hell of a username there, brother. Says, I'm impressed they outplayed Miami in the second half. Listen, that was one of the stories for the Bulls last season is, is how they came out of the into the second half down. We gave up so many big leads in the third quarter. To see the Bulls outscore the Miami Heat by 10 in the third quarter was huge. Marvin the Motivator says, 10 deep Hayes. Zach didn't play, remember, just the tip of the iceberg, and hopefully we get Lonzo back 11 deep. Let's go. Well, it's hard to run 11 deep in the playoffs, but the fact of the matter is is that, yeah, this Bulls team is 10 deep. Billy Donovan has talked about it all throughout preseason, that he can see himself going 10 deep, that we can have a true bench mob in which he does big-level substitutions at a time. But at the end of the day, like, this bench team, right, even though the main scoring from the bench came from two players in Kobe White and Goran Dragic, but even Andre, Andre Drummond chipping in nine, uh, Javante Green chipping in six, that outscores. There were games last season in which our bench as a total scored nine points. So this is going – like the bench unit being better, it's going to be ranked better than 29th in the NBA. I truly believe that. That's where we were ranked last year in bench production. That changes the dynamic of the Chicago Bulls team so much right there, not to mention – the more the more read and react type offense that we've instilled now, the movement, the the off the ball player movement, things like that, those things really do change the outlook and the wrinkles of an offense. And while a lot of people, understandably so, because the Bulls didn't make like these huge level um, changes or acquisitions, just making those adjustments to this team is going to help this team so much. Just be a better team overall to be to weather the storm a little bit better than what we did last season. So it's good to see that type of thing. It's good to see um, the the bench produce at the level that the bench did. Sebastian says, "Hope the narrative that we can't beat beat great teams starts to die down." Well, the Bulls. I've talked about it. In the first two weeks, God forbid, the first month of the season, we faced so many of the teams projected to be towards the top in the NBA. We get to answer those. Those The narrative on that is going to be written in this first three weeks of the season. It is. If the Bulls fare better than what they did last year and on nationally televised games, you'll see that national na- national conversation start to, to, to change. But at this point, I don't give a damn what the national media has to say. I don't give a damn what ESPN and them falling for ball sack sports articles have to say. I don't give a shit about it. I care about what I see from this team. We can worry about what the national media got to say and prove them wrong with wins. But we have to see this team perform better against those top-level teams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cameron Hub says the rebounding was notable, no, noticeable this game. Many last year were possessions given away due to a bad rebound. Exactly. And the offensive rebounding, much better in this game. Now, we have to see it maintained over the course of a season. But at least in this game so far, it was a lot better. D-Dub, Hayes, ESPN predicted the Bulls to finish 11th in the East and under 500. Shaking my head. National media always counting us out. I guess ESPN can't predict DeMar's heart and effort. Well, I mean, listen, DeMar DeRozan was supposed to be the worst signing of last offseason. Fuck what the national media got to say. My dad's in the chat. My bad for cursing. Um, Hey, Hayes, good win. I'm still concerned about P-Will, but Drogic and Drummond seem like good pickups. Yes, they're going to work out very well for the Chicago Bulls. My pops is in the building. Dad says, Vooch had a good game. Told you Drogic was going to be bigger than what people thought. Hey, listen, I was a doubter. I did not think Drogic was going to be this for the Chicago Bulls. Again, it's only one game. We'll see how it goes over the course of the season. But he absolutely proved me wrong in this game, and I'm glad that he did because he looks real good. Greg Watson, boy, I swear, fans always have to complain regardless. It's always going to be that, bro. It's always going to be that. Byron Sullivan says, Trey, listen, I'm telling you right now, it's not happening. This front office is not trading Patrick Williams, and I don't think Kobe's going to be traded either, not because they may not try. I just think teams at this point may wait until restricted free agency. That's what I think. I could be wrong, though. 
the greatest. Let's not be concerned about players after the very first game of the season. Absolutely, because a lot of people are also saying we weren't going to win this game or we had no chance to win this game. Where is JDH at? Where is JDH? I got to be petty for a second. Where is JDH at? Brian the Tryhard says, bro, with Levine out, I expect Williams to be more aggressive on the offensive end. Agreed. Agreed. And he needs to learn to take those, those opportunities to be more aggressive for sure. Let's see. Been saying trade Kobe, White, P. Will, and someone else for a top tier. Listen, you're not getting. Okay, listen. And this is the thing. We have to stop thinking. Let's be more educated as fans. We have to stop thinking that we can take players that aren't performing well and go get it. Like, the fact that you mentioned Kobe White, who's been very inconsistent, still has tons of potential, I think, in Kobe White. Patrick Williams, who we already know this front office isn't trading anyway and only playing 1.3 seasons for the Chicago Bulls um, so far. Um, you're not going to get a top tier anything for that. You're not getting a top tier anything. It's over with. Let's stop thinking like, let, let's come up with actual trades if you're going to come up with a trade. Stop thinking we can trade pieces that aren't doing well and bring something meaningful back. The best thing that you have in that is if, if a team believes in the potential of Kobe White like he still does have and Patrick Williams. But I'll tell you what, this front office is not trading Patrick Williams anytime soon. Patrick Williams is going to get a second contract with the Chicago Bulls. Again, whether I agree with it or I don't, he's going to get his second contract and he's going to get to play a year or two into that second contract before this front office decides to move on from him. Patrick Williams is going to be a bull for a long time. Get over it. It's going to happen. That's just the future. It's already written. Pablo Mata says, uh, Haste, I'm still a little worried about facing teams with big front lines. How you feel? I will say this. Yeah, it's concerning, right? And, uh, you, you know, especially when our, our backup power forward is 6'4", especially when Patrick Williams has, up until this point, has not played according to his size, right? We've always been thin in middle, but what I will say is this, right? It's about team defense as well. The team defense looks a little bit better. Getting out of rotations looks a little bit better. Stopping penetration looks a little bit better. Playing in pick and rolls looks a little bit better. One game. Vooch is locked in more defensively. Does it still worry me? Yes. Are we still going to get exposed by players like Joel Embiid, Jokic? Absolutely. Still going to happen. Um, so, yeah, it definitely is a concern. But let's, you know, as we get closer, as this team works some things out, let's see how it works. In. Having Drummond there is going to change a lot, too, coming off the bench. Um, Billy Donovan has already said he don't really expect to see Drummond and Vooch playing too much together outside of like some specialty lineups. So we'll see with that. But yeah, the front playing bigger front lines is a concern until we see them have success against it, but we haven't really seen it yet. Let's not worry about it too much right now. Ricky Fontaine says Drogic is crafty and takes precise angles to get where he needs. His veteran presence is needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I completely underrated that. With that signing, I completely underrated. I've been very high on Andre Drummond, not as high on Goran Dragic. But again, as long as he continues to prove me wrong, I'm going to admit it. The boy played great today. That boy balled out, period. Everything that he did was needed when he came in. He And even better on the defensive end, right? Did he play lockdown defense? No. Did he get blown up, blown by a couple of times? Yeah. But like in, in playing in space, right, and staying in front of his man in crunch time when needed, he did a lot of those things. Byron Sullivan with another super chat. Thank you for the support, brother. He says, Lonzo, who? Shout out to all the Bulls fans. I hope we keep this going. Listen, man, it feels good right now. It feels good right now. Let's hope we don't come crashing down Friday. Let's hope we don't do that. But, yeah, it's it's, it's looking really good for the Bulls right now. Let's see what else we got in the chat. Alana asks, when do we think Levine will play again? Well, they already said that Levine may miss Friday against the Washington Wizards as well. 
but he will be playing on the home opener against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So at the at the latest, we're going to see him Saturday against the Cavs. We may see him Friday, maybe limited minutes, I hope. But he may sit out against the Wizards as well. But we'll see him for sure against the Cavs. He said Heat lost because of Jimmy's new hair. The dreads are out. He didn't have the dreads in in this game. So the, those extensions are actually out there, brother. Brandon L. Jet says, get the likes up, people, and go subscribe to NBA Central. Hayes is taking over YouTube. Listen, man, I ain't got nothing to say. First of all, we got 460 in the YouTube chat. I don't know how many we got in spaces on Twitter. We got seven in spaces on Twitter for a first day and something I didn't advertise. I'm taking that as a win as well, period. <laughs> Frenchy says, Super Chat A, thank you for the support. Bulls fans, we're going to have a season. C-Red, absolutely. Absolutely. Dwayne Taylor, chemistry is a big factor when you keep the same players. Go Listen, for all the people who doubted the bet on continuity, who didn't think that the Bulls were doing the right thing on taking a chance at continuity, you're seeing the benefits of it. Vooch is playing better in his role. Kobe White is still playing better in his role. When you look at like, yeah, Kobe had an off-shooting first half. He came back in the second half. But Kobe White's off-the-ball defense was really solid in this. Seeing him uh, go after loose balls and things, Kobe played better defense than what we're used to seeing from him in this game. He is doing things now when his shot isn't falling, whereas before, if Kobe's shot wasn't falling, he wasn't giving you a goddamn thing. We're seeing better play from Kobe White overall two rebounds in this in the first half he was the only bull with a positive plus minus he ended up with a zero plus minus but in the first half he was the only bull with a positive plus minus even though we tied the game he's playing better is it what we expected from Kobe White when he was drafted no but he was playing better Ben Paul we're hella deep player development was under uh understated amongst the media we can take a big step up when guys like io become a star in front of our eyes absolutely like one of the things that's hardest for people when they're doing their off-season analysis and predictions it's always hard to 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 guess what development players do what do they work on right and also the bet on continuity how does a year of having basically the same team minus terry drummond Drogic, um how does that how do how do they fit better together now, right? How does that benefit the team? It's always hard to bet on that type of thing. That's why you're always going to see the teams that go out and make the big acquisitions, make the big trades. They're always going to be rated as having a better offseason than a team that made that made improvements, but the improvements were smaller, but they were definitely needed on the team. Like the impact of Andre Drummond on this team is so important because he's better than anything we had backing up Vooch last year. And then when Vooch's improved play as well, you're getting such an uptick in the production at the center position, both offensively and defensively, just by those two things. It's always hard for, for, for those things to be factored in when, you're, when these major media sites are doing these predictions. Alana in the chat says, ESPN in the media sees us as a 12th seed. Like, bruh, I see us as a 6th seed or maybe a 7th seed, depending, but 12th is crazy. Listen, I've said it before. This team playing the way that we think that they can play, if they can stay healthy, I'd say the Bulls can be a fourth or fifth seed. But again, we have to see how that story is going to develop over the course of the season. To those who said the Bulls should trade, cut people after the playoff last season, shut up. You see the firsthand what chemistry and team continuity will do for a growing team. That's from Brandon Eljet. Absolutely. Marcus Brown says, Chicago Bulls Central, I love this team. Uh, one tonight. Against a tough team, DeMar DeRozan got MJ's ghost in his body. His mid-range is too deadly. Listen, DeMar, on his ability to get to the line or hit a tough mid-range shot is one of the most special team things that you'll see in the NBA. Because, A, you don't see a lot of people operating in the mid-range the way that DeMar does, but the efficiency in which he's able to do it at as well is just crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. 
All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip some. I'm going to move up because we are so behind. There's so many people in here today. Byron Sullivan again with a super chat. Another $5 super chat. Thank you, Byron. I like Pat Will. His potential is why I think we're on him. I was just joking with the trade watch. Great win. We don't need to make moves now. Let's fucking go. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. We're going to see how this shake, shakes out. Evan Mandrell. I haven't seen you since the offseason. What's up, brother? Super chat. Thank you for the support. He's just drumming and Drogic solid. Vooch was great. Io was great. And DeMar continues to be the worst signing of last year. We won without Zoe and Zach. People were counting us. Where is JDH at? Where is JDH at, man? Um, Steve-O Speak says, Yo, Hayes, how about we trade Kobe Pat <laughs> and throw in Pertillos for Giannis and trade Tony Bradley straight up for, for Aiden and a bag of plain Lay's chips? You guys are fucking hilarious, man. Gary says, Do you think P-Will is more comfortable at the three? No, I think P-Will is P-Will. No matter what position you can put P-Will in, you can put him at the one, the two, the three. You can put him at the crucifix. You can put him at the Jesus position. You can do anything. Until Patrick Williams unlocks his mental, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what position you play him in. He needs to unlock. He can play either one and be effective at it, but he has to He has to realize it. He has to realize it. And until he does, it almost doesn't matter what we realize in him, but he has to see it. First of all, Leonard Thomas is in the building. Chicago was fired tonight. Hayes, do you think we can go to the finals this year? After game one, do I think we can go to the finals this year? Oh, we going 82-0 for sure, brother. I don't even know why that's a question. We definitely going 82-0. No, I'm just playing. But uh, listen, it is what it is, man. At this point, the Bulls did what needed to be done. They took care of business in this game. And that's what it is, right? We got to continue to see how the story develops and how they play over the course of the season. But as of right now, they got a great team win. They played good defense. The defensive intensity stepped up when, when it was needed. And DeMar came in at a time to do what he what he's there to do, and that's to mellow everything out, to be the constant for the Chicago Bulls, to be the player that when they need a bucket, when the offense seems to stagnate and the defensive intensity from the other team kicks in, DeMar's that guy who's going to get you to the free throw. He's going to put points on the board, whether it be through shot, whether it be through free throw. He's going to put points on the board. Everything that we needed to do came together in this game, period. All right, Incredible Creation says, I got I got a feeling a lot of people will be seeing red this year. Listen, it's our job to make them see red this year, period. Eight Lives in the building says, hey, as I always said, Io used to running that offense. He's playing most improved player ball. I mean, Io played, Io balled out in this game. He did when he did what needed. He hit the big shots when needed. He made the defensive plays when needed. Io did everything you want to see from a starting point guard on a team that has a lot of offensive weapons in it. And he did that. So even him being able to score those 17 points, like he scored 17 points on 14 shots, three or six. He was 50% overall from the field today. That's what you want to see from Io DeSumo. Six rebounds, four assists, two steals, one block. That's what you want to see from your point guard, period. He came in and did what needed to be done. Joker, what a good question. Do you see Drogic taking minutes away from Kobe White? Well, considering Drogic had 19 points in this game, Kobe, if Kobe continues to be inconsistent like he did he worked himself out of it so this game no I don't say you take any minutes from Kobe White because yeah while he didn't play a, a great first half by any stretch he came out of it and played really good he hit some big shots for us in the second half and the fact that he was two for seven from three-point range right but he had 10 points what you want to see from Kobe is okay now how do you build off that if it gets to the point again where we see the three four games in a row Kobe 0 for 7 0 for 5 whatever it is I do think Gordon's Points can uptick. I think uh, Derrick Jones Jr. Or, or Dale and Terry may get off the bench as well. We'll see. Keep in mind, this game also, we did not have Zach Levine, so there are a lot more minutes to spread around. 
So we'll see, man. We'll see. Jose Sanchez in the building. He says, what's good, Hey, Shout out all the way from Puerto Rico. Yo, Io played great today. Hetty plays in under control. He played like a point guard. Period. He played like a point guard. That's that. Like, he came in and did what needed to be done. COD in the building. He says, uh, awesome win. Everyone played solid. And the coaching was, you know what? I do need to speak on that. The coaching and the adjustments from Billy Donovan, this, this was somebody who last season, I always talked about how slow he was to make adjustments. You saw Billy Donovan manage this game and, and strategize over the course of this game very, very well. Did he still make some mistakes? I think he left DeMar out a little bit too long, in my opinion, and let the Miami Heat kind of go back on a run. But we did we did step on their necks again. So, hey, it, it was successful. Um, but overall, the adjustments on the defensive end that this team made on how they defended the three – after the heat went off on three was huge. And that's something that can go over underrated if you don't actually watch the game and if you don't actually pay attention to how things are changing out there. The way that the Bulls defended the three and the pick and roll in this game completely changed from that first quarter over the course of the game. And we saw them make the defensive adjustments that were needed to win this game. Yes, Billy Donovan coached a hell of a game tonight. Hell of a game tonight. Carlo says, where's our shout out, man? Please greet my official... Fishy Danella, we're watching from the Philippines. See, Red, first of all, everybody who's watching from overseas in different countries, as somebody who grew up in like Italy and Germany for a, a nice chunk of my life, I understand what it's like to try to watch sports and be in, in, in different time zones. So, A, thank you. You definitely get a shout out from that. Phoenix Rickard also gets a shout out. He's He says, hello from Australia. Go Bulls. It's amazing how many, Bull, how many Bulls fans are in Australia. Um, Michael Perry, Super Chat, $5. Thank you for the support in the channel, my brother. He says, what games do you think Bradley and Simonovich play on the sidelines to stay awake? I vote tiddlywinks. Um, I would, they probably play in tic-tac. Like, Tony Bradley strikes me as somebody that if you play anything that has too much movement, his, his brain resets. So I can't see him playing anything other than, like, tic-tac-toe or, like, um, I spy with my little eye. Like, if you do anything more than that, I feel like Tony Bradley's brain shuts off and then restarts, and then you have to remind him he's Tony Bradley. So, yeah, he's not really doing too much out there. Let's see what else we got in the building. Joker in the building. He says, uh, Nikola uh, Vooch was rebounding so aggressively tonight and intelligently. And like, like, like I said before, Vooch has found a way to merge Orlando version of Vooch with the third option on the Chicago Bulls team. And we're seeing great results of that. Great results to that. Um, the passing was on point tonight in a lot of different ways. He did his, he came in and did his thing. Um, yeah, I like I like Vooch's game. I like the way that he's adjusted his game, for sure. Um, didn't uh, get to see Dalen Terry, but the season's long, so he'll get this time. Listen, I, I did think that we may see a little bit of Dalen Terry, but I think with how tight that game got at some point, um, if that if the bench had been able to keep the lead where it was when DeMar was out in the fourth, I do think we probably would have seen Dalen Terry, but it kind of is what it is, man. Um, who's worse, Tony Bradley, Yamaha, or Rex Grossman? Tony Bradley, for sure. Rex Grossman got his team to, again, the defense did it, but he got his team to the Super Bowl. Keto says, hey, Hayes, what up? Do you think we uh, think it would have been better lineup if the Bulls would have started green at the three, moved DeRozan to the two, and have Caruso come off? No, we got the victory. The lineup was exactly what the lineup needed to be. That, that's, that's literally my mindset. The lineup was exactly what the lineup needed to be. And I think Javante's energy is needed off the bench, for sure. 
especially when you have Caruso in the starting lineup. I think Javante's um, energy is needed. Now, I know you say move DeRozan, and then Caruso would have been coming off the bench, but I think that passing that, that Caruso brings, I think it was needed. Um, I think Gorn and his passing, and that he's able to still um, kind of mellow out that second unit was needed there. I think, I think Billy Donovan made the right decisions with the rotation, for sure. Billy Donovan's gum, hell of a username, says we 100% lose this game without Vooch's intelligent defense on Bam. Yeah, I mean, Bam had a terrible one. He had a terrible uh, first half and not not a great game overall either from Bam. Only 5 for 15 from the field. He did it in 12 points, but he had nine rebounds. Like, Vooch was making Bam work this game, period. Coot Lover, that's your username? God damn, bro. Like, what, what are you doing? Coot Lover. Shout out to you, bro. Um, he says it looks like we could uh we should keep trusting Acme. Absolutely, man. In Acme we trust. Tariq in the building, he says our defense this game was lit. Yeah, we played, we made really good defensive decisions this whole game. Period. We just like this was a really good defensive game from the Chicago Bulls. First of all, first of all, we got 173 likes, which is amazing, but we got 498 in the chat, man. Get them likes up, bro. Get them. Can we get the likes up to 200 before I get up out of here? Vernell. Uncle Vern in the building, he says, what up, Hayes? Uh, what are your thoughts on P-Will? Because Stacey was very critical of P-Will for not being aggressive when he had more than enough opportunities without Zach. He said, you either have it or, or not. Well, I wouldn't say he had necessarily had tons of opportunities. They didn't run any place. Like, they ran nothing for Patrick Williams. Now, one could say that they didn't run anything for Pat because he didn't earn it. He wasn't aggressive enough. And I would say that's correct as well. But... It's hard to tell to say that a player just doesn't have it when you don't put them in opportunities to see if they have anything. Everything he did was him trying to work for himself. Now, he needs to be more aggressive. He absolutely does. He has to earn that. He has to show. He, I would say this. The thing that I would challenge Patrick Williams with if I was his coach, which I'm not, and I'm a YouTuber, and nobody's listening to me, anything I got, I got to say, but if I was coaching Patrick Williams, I would literally tell him, you don't need to stop moving. I don't. If you're tired, tell me I'll get you out the game. You keep moving. You keep creating separation. You keep moving without the ball. Slash, slash, slash. Get to the bucket, right? Patrick Williams is a decent three-point shooter over the course of his career. He just hasn't taken much of them. But with that being said, slash, cut to the rim. Do these type of things. Take players off dribble. You're, you're a solid dribbler. Patrick Williams needs to believe it. He doesn't get a pass. But again, some of it, some of it. Still goes to the coaching staff not putting him in position. But Patrick Williams needs to earn it. Nothing's given, especially when you're on a team that that's, has playoff aspirations. I'm sorry. I know most fourth overall picks go to teams that weren't instantly trying to make the playoffs. Pat Will ain't got that. Pat Will needs to figure out a way to make himself productive and to get himself buckets. And a lot of that is if Pat Williams attacks the offensive boards aggressively, he's going to have mismatches and he's going to have a chance to put it back. Patrick Williams can feast of putbacks alone if he's more aggressive on the offensive rebounding side of the ball. That's what I – slashing, moving without the ball, and go after every offensive rebound. Those are the three things that I need to see – that I would want to see if I was the coach Patrick Williams focus on between this and next one. Dre Baker Sr. in the building he says, uh, P-Dub needs to get laid. I bet if he gets laid, he play like that last game of his career. Martha Stewart needs to put them yam cakes on P-Dub. On P That's what – like, get Martha Stewart – with them, with them, them aging lady cakes to go ahead and sit that on P Douglas and it'll wake you up. It wakes up the dog in you. It'll wake up the dog in you. Period. Zach Marshall says, awesome win tonight. Debo did his thing as always. Iowa was amazing. Drogic was great as well. Ball movement and player movement got better as the game went on. All in all, awesome team, Will. That's one's from Zach Marshall. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely on point there, brother. 
Blah in the building. He says, is there a point uh, where they should take P-Will out of the starting lineup for a game or two? Maybe that could uh, be a wake-up call for him. Listen, at this point, if Patrick Williams didn't wake up, that he almost lost his starting position before the season started, I don't even know if that motivates him. Like, again, because as long as there's a 6-4 guard who can play power forward backing you up, I don't – like. The Bulls need to bring in, I would hope, well, if they end up cutting Tony Bradley, I hope that they bring in another power forward or somebody who can play that position because it may wake Patrick Williams up some. Like, I don't know, bro. But again, until he unlocks it, I don't even know, bro. Luke Master in the building says the team performance was so nice that DeMar could rest a lot of minutes in the fourth. Well, we almost we almost let them come back in the fourth. But he did get, and so you can see what Billy Donovan trying to do, right? Because you have to imagine if Zach was still in this game, if Zach played this game, when DeMar sat, it would have been Zach and Vooch out there. When Zach sat, it probably would have been DeMar with Alex Caruso Goran out there because they trust DeMar a little bit to just be out there with all bench players. But you see what Billy Donovan's methodology is, right? You see that. You see that. And if we ever get Kobe White being consistent with his shooting, it completely changes it even further. I think for people to make more aggressive is for him to bring up the ball every now and then when he's in the game. Just touching the ball regularly is a slight tightness. He can't touch it a lot. I do think that they do need to use Patrick Williams more as a as a point forward. That was a lot why people said he should be on the bench unit. But I do think that that does force – anytime we've seen Patrick Williams have the ball in his hands a lot, he is more aggressive. It naturally comes to him a little bit more. And that may just be what you need to unlock Patrick Williams. Jamal in the building. He says, what up, Hayes? I got I got too much to say. I'm going to leave you a voicemail. Hey, man, listen. Jamal, I love you, bro. You be killing me with them three-minute voicemails, bro. You be killing me with them. But, hey, don't, don't stop being you, bro. Don't stop being you. I just got to throw some fun at you. We family at this point. The thumbnail for the Bulls versus Heat. Uh, Jimmy with box braids. False advertising. <laughs> uh... Hey, Hayes, I love I love the content. It's getting really big. You're going to have to hire someone to weed out all of these chats. I got mods in here. I got mods. First of all, and I want to say this, right, before we go on too far, I have a goal by my birthday, which is December 5th, for the channel to be at 10,000 subscribers. We're at 8,776 right now. You do the math. Uh, <laughs> we need a little over um, 1,200 left. We need to get to that by December. Can we get to that by December 5th? Can we celebrate the 10,000 subscriber mark by my birthday on December 5th? If you're in this and you're not subscribed, do it. And I'm telling you, listen, I don't want to incentivize people with a giveaway, but we're going to do a major, major giveaway when we hit 10,000 subs. So we got to get to that. I need you guys to get us to 10,000 subs, man. Period. Get us to 10,000 subs. Jonathan Washington Jr. says, uh, uh, you are starting power forward with DeMar, Zach, and Vooch. Most nights, it's understandable that the shots may not always be available, but you have to do other things to make yourself an asset on the court. You're absolutely right, Jonathan. And that's why I said, like, I didn't talk about Patrick Williams calling for the ball. I talked about him getting those shots by slashing because they're going to pass it to you if you create space that way. And by going after the offensive rebounds and getting, and getting putbacks. That's what he needs to do. He can get points off that alone. Incredible Creation says, I just subscribed, bro. I got you. Thank you for subscribing, brother. You're going to love it, man. You're going to love it here. Bulls Bulls fan for life says, love the pod. Keep it going, Hayes. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Would you call up Nikola, Nikola Miritich from Europe? Nico. It's Nico Miritich. I, I, you confused me there. Um, from Europe to come play power forward. Listen, Nico is one of the best players in Europe. I think he was actually voted by NBA GMs the best player not in the NBA. I believe so. I would love for, for to see Nico be able to have success, but I think like between the the Bobby Porter's punch and things, I think it's over with, man. I think it's over with. 
Corey May says you'll get to 10,000 subs by June? Bro, that's like six months past the date. I want to get there by December. That's two months from now. You pushing it back eight months, brother? We don't want to wait eight months to hit that? Well, come on, man. All right, y'all. I said from now on the live streams are going to be about 45 minutes because I also have to go stream live over on Locked On Bull, so be tuned in for that. But otherwise, man, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is one of our, again, season opener, so I expected it, but this is one of our largest uh, viewerships. We, uh, no, because that after DeMar hit that second game winner, we had 1,400 in the chat. That's the highest we've ever been. But outside of that, this is one of the highest we've ever been. Thank you so much. You guys are the best part of Chicago Bulls Central. This is the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Make sure you are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. Um, on every social media platform that we're on. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, you can leave us a text and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes every Saturday, whether there's a game or not. The morning episode is a mailbag episode. So if you want to get those voicemails or texts in for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. All right, we're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. As you guys know, and like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. See red, mother... See... Oh, hold on. Wait a second. I can't leave yet. Austin came in with the super chat last minute. $49 super chat from Austin. Thank you so much for supporting the channel at this level, brother. He says, we back. Appreciate the discussion and analysis, man. Thank you so much. I always like to acknowledge the super chat, so thank you, bro. Um, but that is it. I love you guys, man. Peace out, y'all. Go Bulls. See red. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.